Hi, thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Howard Unger, and The Pharmacist is in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope everybody's doing well. I'm Howard Unger, both your host and pharmacist for The Pharmacist is in. I'd like to talk today about a condition which really more or less affects people over the age of 50, and that is age-related macular degeneration. Let's first take a listen to the, or dissect the name a bit. Age-related, quite frankly, macular degeneration really affects most people over the age of 50 and is one of the leading causes of vision loss for that population and, of course, above. But what does the rest of the name mean? I think we all know what an eyeball looks like. We've seen it in magazines and uh, textbooks. Light enters one end of the eye and travels in a line to the back of the eye. At the back of the eye is a area called the macula. Now, that's not important that you remember that, but what the macula is, what's its importance is the fact that it has the ability to make sure the line of sight from the opening of the eye where the light comes in to the back of the eye is clear. In essence, that straight line between the opening of the eye to where the back of the eye and the light hits, that's what the macula does. It makes sure that there's a clear line of sight. So for example, an individual with macular degeneration would be looking, or let's start with somebody with a normal eyesight, uh, would be looking at a clock. And that person would look at the clock and see the center of the clock, would see the hands of the clock, would see the numbers surrounding the clock's periphery. An individual with macular degeneration would have difficulty, if not be able at all, to be able to see the center of the clock, the hands of the clock, and maybe be able to make out the numbers surrounding the periphery or the face of the clock. And that's about it. And when that person would change their view, that would continue to show that line of sight, that straight line of sight is blurry or no longer there, darkened. And all they can see is the periphery around the area that they're looking at. That is what is macular, age-related macular degeneration. Now you hear that there are two different types of age-related macular degeneration. I'm going to actually use the um, abbreviation AMD instead of saying age-related macular degeneration all the time. It's a little bit easier to, to go through. So there are two types of AMD. One is probably the most common, 80% of most AMD is what is known as dry AMD. And dry AMD is where that area, that macula area, that area responsible for making sure that the line of sight is clear, starts to thin out due to age. Also, there are certain deposits that find their way at that area that cause this blurring and this loss of vision in the center part of the sight or vision field. We also have another form called dry. This is less common, 
And this is where we find an increase in blood vessels that are forming just below and around that area, that macula area, that area where we clear up the center of our line of sight. And that's causing that loss of vision. And generally, people with wet AMD generally lose their vision a lot faster than those with dry. And unfortunately, people who have AMD or are experiencing AMD don't really know it till they start to see a blurriness in the center portions of their line of sight. So it's really important to continually always have uh, ophthalmology checkups to catch this early. Now, I have to say that there is no real treatment to try, uh, for dry AMD. Let me say that again. There is really no real treatment for dry AMD at this point. So we now know what the two different types of AMD are, dry and wet. We now know what they what happens in each case, dry, basically there's a thinning of that area that keeps the line of sight clear. Also, there are deposits that surround that area or within that area that also cause this <clears throat> blurring of the sight. With wet AMD, there's an increase in blood vessels surrounding the macula or the area that is responsible for that clear line of sight. They also allow fluids to leak out of those blood vessels, also causing that blurriness and that distortion and loss of sight in that center area. And that we know that there's really no treatment for dry at this particular time of dry AMD. So how do we determine whether we have a greater susceptibility to AMD? Well, number one, they have found that diet has an, a, an impact on those people who are susceptible. Um, eating diets and high saturated fats, food like red meats, butter, dairy products, cheeses, uh, these individuals may have a higher susceptibility. People who are overweight, people who smoke cigarettes. I can't tell you, through all of these episodes of The Pharmacist is In, Almost every one of them basically puts down smoking cigarettes as a major risk factor. So there is a commonality, a common denominator amongst many of these conditions we've talked about in the past 16, 17 episodes that refer right back to smoking cigarettes. So I think the hint is there. People obviously over the age of 50, we had discussed that, that uh, it is the leading cause of loss of vision for people over the age of 50. People who have hypertension, high blood pressure, and people who have a genetic history of AMD in their family. So what generally occurs to a person who thinks they have AMD? You'll start to notice a blurriness, um, uh, usually in the center of your eye, of your line of sight. Your, things get distorted, and it progresses further and further to where you actually start to see a black spot, a hole there that you no longer can see anything in direct line of sight, only around the periphery. Generally, what will happen is that's when people start to go to an ophthalmologist. 
where unfortunately probably should have gone earlier just as a preventative or at least being proactive in diagnosing this condition. Your ophthalmologist will probably give you some dilating drops, take a look at. They may do a number of different tests. One of them is an interesting test and something that you can do at home and something that somebody should do over the age of 50. And it's very simple. It's a grid. It looks like graph paper with lines on it. And there's a dot in the middle of the graph paper. And you look at it. And you will close one eye. You close the other eye. You'll look at it. And if you start to see any distortion in the lines, if you start to see any blurring of the lines, any kind of folding type of lines distorting in any way, that would be an indication that you need to see your ophthalmologist and a potential for age-related macular degeneration, AMD. That grid, by the way, is known as an Amsler grid. We'll talk about the Amsler grid a little bit later and how to use it properly at home. So what are some of the things that people can do to slow down the progression of dry AMD? Well, there are certain vitamins, and they're on TV. You hear them uh, for eye health. Uh, a lot of the uh, different companies are now making for specific you know, eye health, ear, ha ear health, things to this nature. But there are specific vitamins that you... Um, that do, do tend to slow down the progression of dry AMD. First is vitamin C or ascorbic acid. Now, the only concern you have here is the amount of ascorbic acid you take. You have to remember that ascorbic acid is what we call a water-soluble vitamin. So it won't accumulate or deposit into your body. You will urinate it out. But because it does change some of the pH in your body in large doses, you just have to be aware that taking large amounts of ascorbic acid can create kidney problems, such as some precipitation out and potentially kidney stones. But again, you would take it a certain amount and within the recommended dosage form. Vitamin E or alpha-tocopherol, again, name you don't have to know, vitamin E. Vitamin E, on the other hand, is a fat-soluble vitamin. That will continue to deposit in your body. So you have to be careful, again, as to the amount that you take, how many units it's measured in units, whereas ascorbic acid is measure, measured in milligrams. So you do have to be a little bit careful about the amount of vitamin E you take because it is absorbed and deposited and retained in your body. Zinc. Zinc is what we call a trace element. That has been shown, as well as copper. So copper, zinc, uh, vitamin E, vitamin C, these are vitamins that can reduce the progression of the disease. Not stop it, but re reduce the progression of the severity of the disease. Another way of reducing the progression of dry AMD is by eating eye-healthy foods. Dark green leafy vegetables, yellow vegetables, fruits. Eating fish is important. Eating a well-balanced diet full of nutritious items such as I had just mentioned. The treatment of wet AMD comes in the form of really two types of treatments. One is an injection into the eye, which reduces the amount of abnormal blood vessels that have accumulated, also reduces some of the fluids 
that are leaking from these blood vessels. And the second can be some laser surgery to treat some types of wet AMD. There are what we call low vision services, and that's something you're, you should ask your ophthalmologist about. There are uh, low vision uh, rehabilitation services that can teach you how to work and, and live with uh, a lack of uh, central vision and working with peripheral vision. There are certain tools that you can use to help you live a relatively normal vision life. And as I said before in the episode, I'd like to talk about the Amsler grid and how you use it. And as I said, the Amsler grid is really, a, it looks like a piece of graph paper with dark lines. And in the center is a dot in the uh, square grid graph paper. How you use it is you would use it every day. You would basically, if you're wearing eyeglasses, you would, use, you would wear your eyeglasses. And you would stand about, oh, 12 to 15 inches from the grid, cover one eye, and look at the center of the grid. If you should see any blurriness, if you should see any uh, distortion of the lines of the grid, because this is grid paper, it, the lines are straight across, that is an indication that there is possibly an AMD, uh, you are possibly experiencing some of the AMD symptomology. And that's when, of course, it's important for you to get to uh, an ophthalmologist. If you have AMD, this is a way of determining also if the disease is progressing. If you have AMD where you have a slight bit of blurriness or, or distortion in the center and you now start to see it increasing from day to day or however it increases in your particular case at what rate, you will be able to see that it is getting or progressing and again, Getting a uh, getting an evaluation, obviously an appointment and evaluation by your healthcare provider, your ophthalmologist would be important at that time to see the progression and what other courses of action you could take. So that's a simple exam. You do it. Uh, it'd be twelve to fifteen inches away. You cover one eye. You look at it. See if there's any distortion. You then cover the other eye. You obviously look at it and see again if there's any distortion. And if there is any further progression from someone who already has it, that again is a, uh, a bell whistle to contact the ophthalmologist or your healthcare provider and in, inform them. So let's review what we've discussed in this episode about AMD. AMD, age-related macular degeneration, is the leading cause of loss of vision for those people who are 50 years and older. There are two types of AMD, dry and wet. Dry AMD is due to a thinning of the tissue in your eye that allows you to see a clear vision of line of sight. Wet AMD is caused by blood vessels grow, an abnormal amount of blood vessels growth at that tissue, and also those blood vessels leak fluid. There's really no treatment for dry AMD. However, healthy lifestyle, vitamins, Vitamin E, C, zinc, copper may help reduce the progression. Also, obviously, if you stop smoking, that would be a major benefit in all cases. Also, eating a healthy diet. Green leafy vegetables, yellow vegetables, fish are important. 
a good, healthy, nutritious diet and taking those vitamins will possibly slow down the progression of the dry AMD. Wet AMD, we have injectable that reduces the amount of blood vessel growth around that tissue, which is responsible for that clear central sight line of sight vision. Also, there may be laser therapy may be indicated. That's all up to your ophthalmologist, your healthcare provider to determine that type of treatment. There is another point too that we can, in all cases here, and not just with AMD, loss of weight, as I stated before, smoking cessation, maintaining a good, healthy diet, and managing your other medical conditions. One of the other areas that AMD is prevalent or people who are predisposed to AMD is hypertension and cardiac disease, coronary artery disease. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Pharmacist is In. And till next time, this is Howard Unger, your host and pharmacist for The Pharmacist is In, wishing you a healthy week. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been The Pharmacist is In podcast hosted by Howard Unger. If you like what you heard, please click on the subscribe button. And if you feel so, leave comments and a star rating below. It really helps the podcast in gaining greater exposure to larger audiences. And why not? This is important information. I would like to mention I have no affiliation with any pharmaceutical company or medical institution, nor do I represent any product, product line, or corporate pharmacy entities. Please remember that this podcast is not a substitute for your healthcare provider. If you should have any questions concerning diagnosis or treatment, contact your trusted healthcare provider. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me next week for The Pharmacist is In podcast. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay medication smart.